Ladies and gentlemen, I deserve to be punished. I deserve to be imprisoned, enslaved, tortured, beaten, sexually assaulted, mentally manipulated. I deserve to be sent over to the Ukraine to fight for a useless cause and have the barrel of a Kalashnikov shoved down my throat by a Russian soldier who's never cried before. He's never cried. The Russians, they're stoic. And I don't even have, I don't even deserve to have the trigger pulled once that barrel is stuck down my throat. No, that's too quick of a death. I deserve for that Russian soldier to keep shoving the barrel of that Kalashnikov, standard issue Russian military long rifle, down my throat until my fucking bottom jaw snaps and unhinges like a boa constrictor, and I suffocate to death a painful, painful, chest-burning, lung-firing, scarring death. I deserve to be shipped off to Abu Ghraib where we quote-unquote extracted pertinent information from terrorists. There's a heavy quote-unquote there. I deserve to be forced to watch reruns of The View for eight hours straight and be fed nothing but fucking turkey burgers and that weird fucking... That weird fucking, what do you call it? Tofu shit. Eat nothing but turkey burgers and tofu and watch reruns of The View. I should be forced to be hung by my ankles from an oak tree and have little Mexican boys with broomsticks cut off at the, at the, before they get to the broom and just have them hit me over the head multiple times until I'm concussed and and until I throw up candy out of my mouth because before that they force fed me candy through a funnel like what you do for foie gras for geese that's what they do for foie gras they fucking they 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 stuff these geese uh like they force feed them it's quite painful apparently apparently it's inhumane to force feed these geese to the point where they are suffering and then they kill them and then they eat the fatty liver I believe is foie gras I'm not entirely sure I'm not a I'm not a fucking French cuisine connoisseur but I believe that's what happens and that's what I deserve to happen to me I I, I deserve to be force fed candy with the wrappers still on not given time to digest and then beaten with broomsticks that have been sawed off at the handle until I am in so much pain I become nauseous and throw up all of the still intact candy 
Okay? I deserve nothing but the... I basically deserve to be a Muslim in Iraq in 2003 just trying to go to work. That's what I deserve. I deserve nothing but the worst. I deserve to... I deserve to, uh, I don't know, be ran over by a by a, a woman driving a minivan, Honda Odyssey, and she just keeps going. I deserve to be yelled at by a white woman with a short haircut driving a GMC. I deserve to have to try to dig myself out of a hole after I mentioned something about politics during a family get-together and I see my girlfriend from the left staring at me, thinking to herself, oh God, this is going to turn into nothing but a horrendous shouting match and I'm terrified about what I'm going to have to deal with when I get home. I deserve to be shot in the face with a paintball gun. Not a real gun. You get shot in the face with a real gun, you'll die. With a paintball gun, it's just going to sting and maybe it'll blind you. I deserve to to take my penis out of my out of my Air Jordan shorts. And stick it straight out and have someone of age point a BB gun directly into my penis hole and shoot over and over. You say, Zach, what the fuck? Why are you so masochistic today? So self-deprecating, so hard on yourself, so negative, so depressive Well, you'll understand when I tell you that this morning, I made the choice to get up, get out of my bed, get dressed, walk to my car, start my car, drive my car to a Dunkin' Donuts to get diarrhea iced coffee in a donut. That's how I started off my fucking day. Like an absolute homeless pig. I mean, that's what homeless pigs do. Not homeless people who are just down on their luck. I mean, perpetually homeless people who refuse to even attempt to lift themselves from poverty. That's what they do every morning. They do some type of drug, whatever drug they're addicted to, That's they do that, and then they take whatever scrap coins they accumulated throughout the prior day and take it to Dunkin' Donuts and scare everybody in there and buy a small fucking iced coffee with a donut. And I literally, I mean, I, I just feel as if I deserve to be sent to a CIA black site to be tortured so I don't do this again. And here's the here's the worst part of the entire issue, folks. 
I went to the Dunkin' Donuts closest to my house, and uh, it was closed. And I just went to the. I went to another Dunkin' Donuts. I didn't just realize that that was a sign from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that I should not be fucking doing what I'm doing, going to Dunkin' Donuts and fucking drinking diarrhea and eating a fucking sugar-filled pastry to start my morning off. I did it anyway. I fucking fought the Lord and went to another Dunkin' Donuts. So yes, everything that I said prior to this is true. It holds true. I deserve to be a victim of inflation. I deserve the Fed to keep printing money outside. I mean, they just keep shooting it out of their assholes. I deserve that. Nobody else deserves that. Everybody who's a victim of inflation is a victim of theft. And I feel I, I feel as if... That is true, and I feel like the Fed should be able to be held liable for theft by devaluing the currency that people earn. The, the value of the currency that people earn in this country is not controlled by them, and it should be, okay? You should be able to control the value in which you are compensated. It shouldn't be an outside source. And the fact that the Fed has control over the entire value of which we are paid is a problem. And they are thieves, all of them. They deserve to, they deserve to be in the fucking gulag right next to me. I better turn to my right and see Hank Paulson and Alan Greenspan and, and Ben Bernanke and uh, uh, Janet Yellen. And I, I, I go, I say, hey, well, hey, what'd you do? And they go, yeah, we devalued the most, the strongest currency, one of the strongest currencies that has ever been invented. Once was the world reserve currency. We devalued that to the point where it was worth nothing. What did you do? I said, I ate a donut from Dunkin' Donuts. And they gasped. They go, <gasps> and I go, yeah, I know. I know. And then I'd look to my left. I'd see George Soros. I say, what'd you do? He said, I, I've, 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 I have collapsed entire European uh, uh, economies. And he would be appalled at my actions this morning. Rightfully so. But my routine has been fucked since I got COVID. By the way, folks, I apologize for the skipped week. I, I had COVID and strep simultaneously. Or not simultaneously, sequentially. I had COVID and strep sequentially, um, I, it, it was last, it was two Sundays ago it would have been at this point, two Sundays ago, my girlfriend test positive for COVID, she's got symptoms, and uh, I went Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I had no symptoms, I thought, God damn it, dude, my unvaxxed ass is gonna, we're gonna get it, we're gonna fucking float, I have a fucking woman who is vaxxed in my house, getting COVID-19, symptomatic, and I'm just going to run through it like a fucking, like a Greek god, nothing, turns out, Wednesday hits, it's early in the morning, I wake up at like four in the morning, and boy, oh boy, I immediately, the first, my first thought that morning was like, oh, I've got COVID, I've got COVID, and uh, I sure did have COVID, the pro you know what's interesting, so like I said, my girlfriend, to be fair, she has asthma, 
and it's a respiratory illness, COVID-19. But she is vaccinated. She was forced by her job. She did not want to get vaccinated. She was forced by her job to get vaccinated. She works in the medical field. Phil Murphy said uh, she was like three days prior to every every medical worker who didn't get vaccinated, they're going to be fired. So she was forced. So she got vaccinated. She got COVID, symptomatic. She does have uh, asthma. So she was sick from like Sunday to Saturday. It was, you know, she got hit pretty hard. It was rough. When I got sick, I was sick with COVID like Wednesday, Thursday, two days. Um, fr- by Friday, I was feeling better. I worked remote. It was fine. Uh, but what I did notice was on Friday, I had a very slight sore throat. Everything else was better. All the symptoms. All, like, I had the shakes. Uh, or the, the, not the shakes, the chills. Shakes is for alcoholics. Uh, the chills. I had a little bit of a fever. I had body aches. I had a headache. You know, the main, you know. Everything that you feel when you get sick. And uh, that had all pretty much gone away, but I had a sore throat. And then I realized Saturday, I was like, Saturday, is like, I was like, what the fuck? I have more of a sore throat than Sunday. And then Monday, I woke up and I'm like, Jesus, what in the absolute motherfuck? Uh, so I go to the fucking urgent care. I go to the fucking urgent care. I, this is the urgent care that I've always gone to. I go to the urgent care that switched medical groups. It used to be... Uh, what was it? Like an AFC or a City MD? I forget. But now it's 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 this fucking medical group called Riverside. I go there. It's immediately I walk in and the receptionist is rude. Because why wouldn't she be? Because why the fuck wouldn't she be? And I she goes, what? I was the first person in there. I was the first. I had woken up at four. I couldn't go back to sleep because I was in so, so much goddamn pain. I get there when it opens at eight o'clock in the morning. She goes, what? That was her first word to me. She goes, what? And she's lucky I didn't break the fucking plexi, stupid fucking plastic they still have over the goddamn thing. And I went, I have a sore throat and I'm not sure what it's about. She goes, you have a sore throat? Which made me feel like a pussy. Because if you tell somebody you have a sore throat, like if you tell somebody, oh, I'm I'm going somewhere for a sore throat or I can't do something because of a sore throat, you kind of feel like a pussy. And maybe that's just my insecurities being projected on everybody else who interacts with me when I bring up that fact. But I feel like it kind of is a thing. I feel like that's a thing. Like, if you're like, ah, I got a sore throat, and and so I can't come into work, everybody who you tell, they're like, you're a fucking pussy, dude. You're a fucking fag. Dude, if you were, if you were fucking in 1776, you would have been f- on the side of the British. Like, that's how much of the fucking, you know. Like, I feel like the guy who told George Washington that he couldn't fight because he had a sore throat after they won was like, they tossed him out. I feel like they fucking made him walk the plank. But I went, and they were bitchy, and it turns out I have strep immediately fucking after COVID-19. And so, uh, unfortunately, I was not able to give you a episode last week, and I apologize for that. I wish I could have. For the Patreon viewers, uh, listen, I understand that you haven't seen good content 
in a couple of weeks now, probably a couple of weeks, maybe two, three weeks. Well, that's because Sean is like her, his wife is like a 38 months pregnant. I, I mean, she's been pregnant. She's like Bonnie from fucking Family Guy. She just doesn't have the baby. I feel like she's been pregnant for like 116 months. And then I fucking call him. I'm like, hey, we got to do an are you out of your fucking school? This is before I got sick. We got to do an are you out of your fucking skull? He goes, no, I- I'm in Maine. He goes, I'm in Maine. Which, what the fuck are you doing in Maine? Are you shoving Stephen King novels up your wife's pussy? What the fuck are you doing in Maine? I mean, for cry- there's two things that I know Maine to be about. Maine Lobster and Stephen King. So I guess Sean and his fucking 182-month six- pregnant wife... We're shoving Maine lobsters and Stephen King novels into each other. Because that's the only thing that you could possibly be doing in Maine. What the fuck would you be doing in Maine? I got a cabin. Shut the fuck up. I got a cabin in Maine. Shut your mouth. God. I got a cabin. Yeah, good. I hope somebody breaks in on those fucking shitty locks that they provide you on Airbnb, because that's what... I know you got it on Airbnb. I know you got a cheap cabin on Airbnb. They break in and they fucking start throwing shit around. I hope somebody gets hurt. So, unfortunately, we haven't been there for our Patreon uh, consumers, and I apologize for that. Uh, I was out two weeks with sickness... And that's, you know, that's uh, the fault of the Chinese. I got COVID. That's the fault of the Chinese. So you can blame the Chinese for that. Uh, he's So here's what I'll tell my Patreon viewers. We'll be back in, like, I'm going to be back. I'm going to give you a sometime later this week or maybe early next week, you'll get a, a Patreon-exclusive podcast episode. We're going to be back with Are You Out of Your Fucking Skull after the 6th? Because I guess, it. I don't know. It, Sean said something. He, they, they, it's a it's a thing. It's a, like, a, apparently it's a real thing that he has to do with the pregnancy. So um, we'll be back after the weekend of the 6th. Or, actually, I think it will be the weekend of the 6th when we record. And we plan on being in person. We are we know that we fucked you a little bit. We're coming back. We're going to do an in-person episode. Uh, we might bring Brandon back. I don't know. I don't, maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But it'll be in person. And it'll be nice. And I'm sorry for the delay. Uh, I'm laying in bed watching the news. Drinking a Dunkin' Donuts diarrhea coffee. Do you hear it? I feel like by the time they put the ice in these things, they're already, the the ice cubes are already melting. It's already melting. It's insane. Absolutely insane. You know what's insane? Because I had strep throat and COVID, and I was talking to people on the phone and via virtual chat, virtual meetings, people uh, who I'd met since I moved out here to New Jersey, they were recommending that 
I consistently uh, suck on lozenges. That's what they said. That's what they called them. Now, if you're not from New Jersey or New, or, or New York, you might go, hey, that's that's not a word. Lozenges? That's not a word. You're absolutely correct. Lozenges. Loz- to, to take a lozenge. Plural? To take multiple lozenges. That's the correct pronunciation. Every fucking person out here is talking about... They're saying lozenges. And I don't know if it's just because this is like this might be an overcompensation uh, of people out here knowing that they can't say the N word with the R on it. So maybe they just put they took that R from the N word that they can't say and placed it somewhere else. I don't know. But these retards out here, they're just walking around saying laws. My girlfriend says it. My girlfriend says lozenger. It's not a thing. She said, are you sucking on lozengers? No. I'm not sucking on lozengers. I'm sucking on cock, okay? First of all. God, that was low-hanging fruit. And I should I, That was such a corny joke. Are you sucking on lozengers? No, I'm not sucking. I mean, it would be the same thing if you would ask me if I was sucking on Santa Claus's beard. No. Because Santa Claus doesn't exist, and neither do lozengers. I don't know what the fuck those are. I suck on lozenges and cock. I suck on cock and I suck on lozenges. Lozengers are not real. It's not a thing. It's ridiculous. It's retarded. My entire sickness was was a it was basically it, it truly a a poor man's acid trip. So I listened to just grotesque people recommending to me that I have lozenges at my disposal. Then my toilet stops working. Like amidst the the height of of our house's COVID extravaganza, our toilet stops working. And my on-site super, I live in a building, my on-site super is I I don't even know how to describe the way she thinks. Have you ever seen one of those, like if you go to a restaurant and some of the the menus, they have like like a maze for the kids. They, They put a couple of crayons on the table and they've got like a maze for the kids and the kids like draw out the maze and the kids they never stay inside the maze's line they'll just take their own route like they'll completely disregard the borders and they'll just draw their own thing from start to finish that's what her that's her process of thinking it's a child's uh uh problem solving ability when it comes to a restaurant menu maze that's her mind Truly. I don't even know if I can call it stupid. It's just not even human. And so we tell her, hey, our fucking toilet is broken. And we can't piss her shit in it because it just doesn't flush. And I swear to God, she goes, this is what she texts me. She goes, lift the flapper. 
I said, bitch, the flap, the flapper, what the fuck? You are retarded. You are mentally retarded and you deserve everything that I deserve after eating that donut. And I have diarrhea. And for the first four days of me having diarrhea while I was sick, I thought it was, I thought it was the cough drops giving me diarrhea, folks. I thought I was getting diarrhea from the cough drops. But my girlfriend is a CCMA, a certified clinical medical assistant. And boy, does she bring it up when she can. Uh, she said something about how even if you don't have like a like a like a stomach bug or something, your GI tract can get fucked up if you're sick and it can give you diarrhea. Even if you don't feel like you have an upset stomach or something. So I had diarrhea and uh, luckily for me, I there was a there's a porta potty immediately outside of my building because there's a high rise immediately next uh, like directly next to mine that has beautiful suites. Beautiful, beautiful suites. Sometimes I stare into them. I got caught looking into, because I, I literally, it was nighttime and they had their light on. And so you can see pretty clearly into the next building. And I would just got caught staring into their dining room with a beautiful chandelier. It was kind of embarrassing. But uh, they're doing construction on it. And they leave a porta potty out for the construction workers. And I was just going out there and just fucking blasting. Just blasting the fucking porta potty. And the funny thing is, when I went in there, it had been, I noticed that they, they, on the inside of a porta potty, they have a chart where you can track how recently it's been serviced. And it had been serviced that day, that morning, it must have been. And so nobody had gone in there yet. And the, it was, this would had been, they, I don't know, maybe they got COVID or something, but they weren't working that week. Like I noticed that they were not working. So I was the only one working or I was only, I was the only one using the fucking porta potty that entire week. And I was just blowing it up. It looked like a fucking porta potty post music festival. Like it was that, there was that much shit in it. After I was done uh, during that time lapse of three days, I mean, th- I mean, it was insane. It looked like I. It looked like like there was so much shit on like the walls of it, because when I was diarrheaing, it was like a it was like a shotgun. You know, they they got, like it spreads like when you shoot it, all those fucking pellets in the uh, in the cartridge they spread out. Got a good spread. That was like my shit. My shit was like a shotgun shit. It was just hitting the side walls, the back walls. And it began to look, after like my fifth time down there, it began to look because it would harden my shit on the walls of it. Because there's no like fl- there's no flush. So it began to like harden and kind of stiffen up. And it started to look like rock that had been worn down by years of of water runoff right you know how you see in like caves there's like big big like ravines carved out by millennia of water runoff that's what it began to look like in the toilet these like you had raised parts and then parts that were cut through by what looked like evolutionary water runoff. That's what it looked like. 
That's what it looked like. But that was my past two weeks. How was yours? How was yours? Was it full of delightful jubilee? Did you visit family? Did you visit friends? Did you have a good time? Did you miss me? I miss you. I miss doing this. I did. I sure did. Okay. Pelosi. Big bad Pelosi. She showed her tits on Twitter the other day. I think I men- I've mentioned Pelosi's tits. They're not horrible for her age. Um, she is... Apparently, she just wants war. She just wants war. Uh, Pelosi announced, maybe this was probably five, six days ago at this point, that she wanted to visit Taiwan. And China immediately said... If you visit Taiwan, the repercussions will be swift and harsh, or something along those lines. Basically threatening war. They were threatening war. There's been videos of them sending down military artillery to the border, uh, or as close to the border as they can get, and uh, it's no bueno. And even Biden came out and said, don't go to Taiwan. There's no need. And... It's probably the, like, everybody was like, oh, that makes us look weak. Shut up. What do you mean it makes us look weak? We have the nuclear arsenal to blow up every single person on this planet. What the fuck? Are, you, don't, you, you don't think that China and Russia and Iran, you don't think that they know that? Shut the fuck up. It makes us look weak. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the people living immediately next to a fucking I've said immediate as a as a point of reference for distance like three times now and I'm not I'm hearing it and I understand and I'll I'll do better. But say that to a person who's been living next to a fucking military base in Southeast Asia or the Middle East for their for 20 years. Say, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? It makes us look weak. Please. Not sending a fucking uh, a politician to a a highly contentious geographical location that's be, that's weak. Why is that weak? Like every like there's Republicans now going saying Biden here that why why should she be going? What's she gonna do over there? What the fuck is she going to do over there in Taiwan or in uh yeah, in Taiwan? What the fuck are they going to do? What's she going to do? There's no need. She going to she going to boost the economy by 15%? No. There's no benefit in her going over there. So why the fuck would she go over there knowing that it's highly contentious at the moment, particularly when we have the Ukraine Russia situation going on? I I I feel like I mean, we are attempt, we are overtly attempting, it seems, to drag countries who cannot win wars into wars with other countries that are going to slaughter them. We did it with Ukraine. We're doing it with Ukraine. We're giving them more weapons, saying, hey, if you just hold on, you're doing a good job holding them off. It's like, fucks. Hey, 
You understand that if Russia wanted to carpet bomb Ukraine and literally murder everybody in that fucking country, they could have done it. They could have. They have the second heaviest nuclear arsenal on the globe. If they wanted to, they could. Stop fucking around. Ukraine is actually doing a good day. Yeah, okay. It's because they're sending like, it's because the Russians are pussyfooting. That's why. And you know that. Stop dragging countries, stop giving countries false hope that they have the undivided attention of Americans, dragging them into a war, and then leaving them clueless as to why they aren't getting the support that they thought they would. I mean, these ultra-pro-Ukrainian people, they, they seem to like Mark Levin and, and, and Giuliani. They're like, I don't understand why we're not sending more over. I don't get it. Why, why would we? I don't understand. Why are we not sending Stinger missiles and, and mi- long-range missiles that could hit Moscow? I don't understand. That all they need is that. Yeah, because we had no intention of backing them up in the first place. We just, we wanted, all we wanted to do was create a conflict. That's all we like to do. And this is the same thing with Taiwan. Now, I doubt that Pelosi will go to Taiwan. Something tells me she won't. God damn it. Something tells me she won't go to Taiwan. I don't think we want it with China. Not right now. I don't think we want it with China right now. But, I mean, it's just it, our behavior. Our foreign policy in the past two years has been, I mean, it's basically online of, of, of our press secretaries. We had Jen Psaki and now Kareen. Oh, I'm gay. What's her name? I don't know her name. She's black and... Looks like she's wearing a fucking old school mop on her head. And she's fucking... Uh, they just don't make any sense. And they refuse to answer pertinent questions. And a pertinent question would be, why do we even need to go to Taiwan right now? Like, why is it important to send the secretary of the... Or not the secretary, the, the speaker of the house over to fucking Taiwan? There's no need for it. What the fuck are we doing? But we like starting shit. We've had a history of starting wars and just backing out, particularly civil wars. And it's not even all that insane to call a war between between Taiwan and China a civil war. Because if you look at the history, Taiwan has been historically Chinese. That's a fact. That's a fact. And just to be clear, I'm not saying that I don't support Taiwanese independence. I do. I support Taiwan. I supported Hong Kong. And I supported uh, the Donbass region. I don't believe that a group of people, a population of people, should be forced to be a part of a country that they don't identify with or don't want to be a part of. I think that's cruel. Which is why I'm pro-Taiwan, which is why I was pro-Hong Kong, and which is why I'm pro-Donbass region. 
You shouldn't be forced to be a part of a country you don't want to be a part of. Okay? And so it's it's just bizarre. Which, By the way, it's the same thing. We're basically trying to force by supplementing Ukraine with weapons and, and, and taking a pro-Ukraine stance. We're forcing the Donbass region to be a part of a country they don't want to be a part of. But for some reason... When it comes to Taiwan, we go, oh, you shouldn't have to be a part of a country you don't want to be a part of. It's ideological inconsistency, folks. If you know one thing about this for f- this godforsaken shit podcast, it's about pointing out ideological inconsistency. And there's nothing more ideologically inconsistent than the Taiwan versus Donbass region situation. We're on two opposite ends of the spectrum based on what our quote-unquote strategic allies are in the region. And the funny thing is we shouldn't have any strategic allies or antagonists in the region because we should have never been there in the first place. In either region. The Southeast Pacific or the Eastern Bloc. We shouldn't have been there. Why are we there? What the fuck are we doing there? We have surging inflation and a GDP report that shows the second straight quarterly decline. And yet, we think it's pertinent that we solve the world's issues. Right? But we're not in a recession. Two quarters of decline is no longer a recession. Because that's what they do. If something happens, they just change the language, they change the definition to ensure that they can go on to the podium and say that it didn't happen. I've talked about the changing of language, the controlling of language before on this podcast, and I think the last time that I talked about it was uh, when they changed the definition of herd immunity, when they took out the portion of the definition of herd immunity uh, that had to do with natural immunity from infection. And that was because they wanted to sell more vaccines. They did, they, for years, the uh, World Health Organization had defined herd immunity as either through inoculation or infection, natural infection. And then... All of a sudden, with COVID-19 and the mRNA vaccine, they said, no, 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 herd immunity cannot be achieved through natural infection. It has to be through inoculation. Well, then it becomes very difficult to argue once the definition of these terms have been changed. They're doing the same thing. They changed the definition of vaccine and herd immunity. Now they're going to change the definition of recession because... If you can, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and you say, oh, Zach, you're repeating yourself. Yeah, because the same thing happens. The same thing It's because something is happening that that bears repeating. When you control language, when you control the the definition of foundational terms uh, in a particular argument, you are able to control the argument itself. If you are able to control the argument itself, you can control the narrative. If you control the narrative, you can control the people. If you control the people, you control censorship. You control the conversariat. You can control what 
these people are allowed to say or what they will say, I should say. It's not even, it's like, yeah, you're allowed to to walk into your office and strike up a conversation about, uh, you know, COVID-19 and say, hey, I don't think the vaccine is doing much. I think it's a sham. Of course, you're allowed legally. You're allowed to say that. But you might get reported to HR. And HR, because everything is so highly pressurized, uh, uh, revolving around speech and particular issues like COVID-19, you might get your ass fired for that. Saying, I don't think the COVID-19 vaccine is doing much. It seems like all these vaccinated people are getting COVID-19. And in fact, there's been studies from foreign countries that people who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 have higher infection rates than people who are not vaccinated. But if you bring that up, you might be categorized as problematic and you might get fired. Well, what the fuck is the point of free speech if you can't say it without, you're like, well, legally you can say it, okay. But if you can't say it without being, without losing your fucking stream of income, if you can't say it without not having to worry about feeding your family, well, then what the fuck is the point of free speech? If you can't say something within reason, which is, that is well within reason, if you can't say something within reason without worrying about being fired, then what the fuck is the point of the First Amendment? I mean, you take away somebody's livelihood, somebody's resource of, of, of buying food and water, and force them into the outskirts of society, well, that's, you know, the libs, they'll say, well, you're not going to get arrested. Yeah, but eventually you will. <laughs> I mean, think about it. If you can't make any money ever, what are you going to do? You're going to steal. You're going to be forced to steal shit. If you have no money, and you need food, what are you going to do? You're going to do something illegal. It's like, we, we're not saying you can't say that the vaccine is not good, but if you say it, we're going to take away all of your resources to live until you commit a crime, and then we'll jail you. You know what they're doing. I have to piss. Hold on. Why are you running around sucking dick from no money? Money. Money. Blow job Betty. Shout out to Too Short. Didn't have a lot of respect for women, and that's just fine with me. Changing language is a problem. We need to be aware of how changing language will affect the discussion and the debate itself. It doesn't happen immediately, but the more they change the definition of terms, the harder it becomes to argue your point, even if you have a valid point. Just keep that in mind, folks. They're coming after guns. They're coming after your guns. They're coming after your guns, folks. 
And I don't even know, let me look this up before I start running my mouth about this, because I just don't even know exactly what's happening here. But I think uh, they passed a new bill, it just passed, gun control bill, let's see, what's in the Senate's new gun control bill? The Senate voted to advance bipartisan gun legislation on Tuesday with hopes of passing it prior to the July 4th recess. Okay, this is old. What the fuck is going on? One day ago. Here we go. Uh, what the fuck is happening here? Why can't I find a... a t- uh, what the fuck is going on? They just passed this, didn't they? All these are from June. All right, whatever. We'll read this one. These are the gun control laws passed in 2022 so far. Several mass shootings and a sustained rise in gun violence across the United States have spurred law enforcement officials and lawmakers to push for more gun control measures. By the way, uh, there was a uh, great... Uh, article, a great expose in Bloomberg, I believe, of all places, that showed that there actually there actually has not been a spike in gun violence uh, since even like 2000, or not 2000, 2000. When did Trump get 2016? There hasn't been a big spike at all. It's just that the they compared gun violence to the coverage of gun violence and the gun the the coverage of gun violence has gone up exponentially gun violence has not okay it's a great thing you can look it up it's in blue it's in uh, bloomberg i'm not going to go over it but several mass shootings and a sustained rise in gun uh, violence across the united states have spurred law enforcement officials and lawmakers to push for more gun control measures president joe biden in june signed into law the first major gun safety legislation passed in decades. The measure failed to ban any weapons, but it includes funding for school safety and state crisis intervention programs. That I don't mind. Many states, including California, Delaware, and New York, have also passed new laws to help curb gun violence, such as regulating untraceable untraceable ghost guns and strengthening background check systems. Whatever laws they pass for ghost guns... It's irrelevant because ghost guns go around the system. <laughs> I mean, you really, laws only matter if you adhere to the legal system, and, and ghost guns do not adhere to the legal system. So passing ghost gun legislation is null and void. There is a direct correlation in states with weaker gun laws and higher rates of gun deaths, including homicides, suicides, and accidental uh, killings, according to a January study, I highly doubt that, published by Every Town for Gun Safety. Well, a nonprofit focused on gun violence prevention. Yeah, of course, then, it's going to be. I love how they quote studies and provide the source from a clearly biased source. It's clearly biased. On gun by, of course, uh, a, a you know every town for gun safety is going to be anti-gun, and of course they're going to skew the statistics in the study that they do to prove the point that they're attempting to make. Why? What? Why the fuck wouldn't they? It's bizarre. 
Not everyone agrees that increased gun control is the answer some Americans advocate for the right to keep and bear arms enshrined in the Constitution, while others argue that gun control measures save lives and do not infringe citizens' rights. So this this fucking... Where are... I, I don't even see the fucking gun control measure. It doesn't matter. The point is, what they're trying to go after now is AR-15s and uh, two twenty-three caliber uh, bullets. They believe that by somehow restricting uh, rest- restricting AR-15 and two twenty-threes, that they're going to save the world. They're going to save the entire. You know, they're going to save the fucking world <coughs> by restricting AR-15 guns, long rifles. Which is insane because, you know, Biden came out and said that if, if you get shot in the chest with an AR-15, your lung will be blown out. That's not true. There's no, there are higher caliber uh, bullets that are legal, never questioned, and used to hunt deer than a 223. I mean, a seven round for cry. I mean, and the thing is, it does set a precedent. I think Thomas Massey was just in, in on, on the, the Senate floor or the House floor, or whatever the fuck he belongs to, talking about this. If you think by ban- trying to go after a two twenty three caliber bullet, you don't think that they will immediately now be able to go after anything uh, that is more... Uh, deadly. Once they go, once they ban that, they will. This AR-15 bill will criminalize like half the fucking country. This new bill. It's going to criminalize half the fucking country for owning a gun legally and never doing any anything wrong with it for like twenty years. My father has an AR-15. You know what he's never done? Anything fucking illegal with it. And so if my father says, hey, you know, I, I, I think I want to keep my AR-15. I bought it fair and square. It's my right as an American to own a semi-automatic rifle. Which, by the way, a semi-automatic rifle, which I don't, I, I know I don't have to tell you guys, but... Just to clarify, you pull the trigger once, one bullet comes out. <laughs> right? I mean, it's fucking... It's, why the fuck should he have to give a semi-automatic rifle up? What in the fuck is happening? My father has a tactical pump-action shotgun. Okay, I've shot it. A little bit of a kick. You gotta tuck that baby high and tight. Okay? No... Square inches of of room between the uh, the butt end of the gun and your shoulder. You don't want any of it, or you'll get a bruise. Okay, that's just a little. That's a helpful uh, piece of advice because when I shot it the first time, I I didn't tuck it high and tight enough, and boy that recoil. But he has a tactical pump action shotgun that could do so much more fucking damage. Than an AR-15, yet 
if this, I, I think, I don't know if the bill passed the House floor and is going to the Senate. I don't even know where it is. It doesn't matter. He would have to give out, a, he would have to give up his AR-15, which is less uh, deadly than his tactical pump-action shotgun because we have a group of people in Congress who don't understand guns. They don't understand physics, apparently. They don't understand, like, it's, it's, it's baffling to me. Like nobody has, you never have heard anyone, any Congress member, any activist, any stupid fucking David Hogg-like fucking activist, Greta Thunberg, whoever the fuck, you know, I don't know who's fucking famous for the anti-gun movement now. You never hear them coming on, you know, they walk up to the podium and go, we need to do something about shotguns. Shotguns are the issue because, I mean, shit, you can buy a shotgun legally and then saw the barrel off and the spread becomes so insane. It's a threat to everyone within a goddamn 120-foot radius. Like, I I don't understand... Like, if there's a gun to go after, wouldn't it be shotgun? If you're so worried about a gun doing damage to a person, have you ever seen a victim of a shotgun blast... Have you ever seen the walls of the scene where a shotgun was fired? Meanwhile, you're talking about AR-15, 223 caliber bullets. You think it's going to rip a hole in your chest. Are you outside of your mind? He's like, it'll blow, it'll explode in your lungs, he says. I don't even know that much about guns. I don't even know that much about guns, but I still know that a fucking AR-15 is not even going to do... Like, there are people walking around here with fucking... Have you ever seen what... Have you ever seen a Desert Eagle? Like, a Desert Eagle will fuck you up. A forty-five cat, Dude, you... It's just... It's frustrating. Because I'm retarded. And I know that I don't know that much about guns, but I still know more than the people who are representing us and creating laws surrounding those guns. It's baffling. I'm speaking on a podcast while laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling, knowing more about the caliber of bullets than our elected representatives, making millions of dollars of ye- uh, uh, millions of dollars a year to work with the bureaucracy to pass bullshit laws that stifle us from our rights. It's baffling. It's upsetting. Is it not? People say, oh, you got to vote them out? Then you got to vote. You. Okay. Yeah, voting has worked. Yeah, voting works. If voting is so effective, then why the fuck are we still here? We've had 200 years of fucking voting. We're still here, folks. Well, you just gotta you gotta educate yourself about your candidates, and you gotta you gotta. I've got I got a news flash for you. Your candidate that you think is gonna change things, they're gonna go to D.C. They're going to get hit with the realization that if they don't play ball, they will never have any power. They will never, they won't, they, they'll, have, they'll serve one term and they'll be gone. Because the establishment will primary them. 
and then they'll change. I hate to tell you that, but your candidate that you think is going to change something, they're not. They're not. Listen, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is fucking hilarious. I think Matt Gates is fucking hilarious. I think that they embody a spirit that I, I think I somewhat align with in the sense that we need to stop giving a fuck about the woke crowd and we need to have a, a, at least somewhat of a return <laughs> to trish, traditional values. I get it. I like. I know why you like them or why some people like them, but they're not going to change shit. I, I really hate... You think Trump's going to get in again and change things? Tell me what the fuck he changed when he was in office. What did he change? You're right, Mimi. He didn't change shit. Even my fucking cat knows. Like, I'm going to vote for... If we just get Trump in again. Yeah, yeah. Well, Trump was just with Klaus Schaub in fucking Germany talking about how good of a job he's doing running the fucking... The UN. Yeah, no, Trump's going to change everything. Because his policies clearly prevented us from recession. His policies clearly prevented us from tyrannical rule. Oh, no, they didn't? Oh, we're still in recession and tyrannical rule after we had uh, after we had Big Daddy Trump? Oh. You're saying that what he did didn't matter? Is that what you're saying to me right now? That the four years of Trump didn't fucking matter? Yeah, they didn't. You're saying that everything that happened during Trump's fucking presidency didn't really matter and we're still on the same course that they would that we would have been if George W. Bush was elected again? Is that what you're telling me? No, it can't be. It can't be. That can't be. Are you saying that every president since Reagan and H.W. and Clinton have been an extension of those three presidents? Is that all you're saying? That they've just been an extension of those three presidents? Come on, no. No. Come on. There's a lot of libertarians who are anti-agorism. And I tend to agree with them in the sense that you can't make a difference if you work completely outside of the system because the overwhelming majority of the populace is not working with that uh, outside of the system. I agree with that. But there certainly has to be a component of it. There has to be a component of hating and degrading the system that has led us to this point. And maybe I'm not making any sense. I don't know. I, ate, I, I I drank diarrhea coffee this morning. I ate a donut. I had a sugar high, and now I'm sugar crashing. And just I have no I have nothing of substance in my body at this point. And I feel like what I can only assume Biden feels like right now with COVID nineteen for the second time. Not great. I feel dehydrated. I haven't drank any fucking water this morning. 
Biden. President Biden got Fox News on. President Biden tests positive again for COVID-19. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, he's dying, probably. I saw the speech where he was just struggling. He was struggling, and then they gave, like, they, they, I don't even know if it was live, and they went to a commercial break, or if they just edited the, the, the part where they gave him a shot of speed out. But whatever they gave him, from one segment to the next was insane because his eyes opened up. His eyebrows just went away. Like his eyebrows just ceased to exist after that. And he just started running his mouth, not blinking. I mean, he fucking whatever Anna Nicole Smith died of. That's what he was administered except responsibly. Like, I don't know what, Anna Nicole Smith died of. I don't know what drug she was on, but whatever drug she was on, that's what drug Biden was on when he gave that weird-ass speech where his eyes were, like, literally... It looked... Like, his eyes looked like a Chinese guy pretending to be American. Like, it looked like somebody had taken a, like, fishing line and threaded needles through his bottom, uh, like... What do you call that? The whatever under his eye and then on his eyebrow and lift and was like pulling them apart like a marionette. It was fucking crazy. It was crazy. Do I have anything else in my notes? Uh, Pelosi changing language, the recession. Nope. Let's get to the list, folks. <coughs> Monkeypox is gay, probably. Just a lot of gays getting freaky. Fucking, just fucking, just constantly fucking without condoms, getting all monkey poxed out. Uh, I think it's, I think it's more than an STD though. I think, I think you get it from close contact. There was a lot of people who, there were kids who were getting monkey pox. uh, And everybody's like, why are they getting monkey pox? I, okay, let's not uh, just assume that everybody's fucking their child, okay? I understand that there we have a problem with grooming in the education system and that there are, you know, intelligence-funded uh, sex rings and there's a big problem with sex. I get it, believe me. I follow Eliza Blue. But let's not just assume that if your child gets monkeypox that you fucked them. Okay, I th- you can definitely get monkeypox through close contact. Uh, it just seems to be affecting, as far as the majority of the populace, gay men who are just, just, they're shoving it in there, dude. No condom. There's no need. No need. I respect a gay man who's shoving it in raw. He's not a, he's not, he's not a scared He's not as scared of the monkey pox. And good for you, brother. Good for you. No need to be scared. You shove your cock raw right into an asshole. The guy says it hurts. Take it out, spit on it, put it back in. That's it. No protection needed. Don't be scared of monkey pox. Don't let the government dictate how you fuck. Good for you, gentlemen. Good for you indeed. And if you are at risk, you keep shoving your cock in 
other men's assholes raw, maybe it isn't a bad idea to get the monkeypox vaccine. I just want you to be safe. I want you to be safe and I want to keep, I want you to be able to keep shoving your dick in men's assholes raw without having the worry of getting a fucking virus. That's all I want for you. That's all I want for you. That's all I want for anybody. To be able to fuck raw and not be worried about getting a disease. That's all I want for anybody. Conservatives, liberals, libertarians, independents, gays, straights, blacks, whites, uh, uh, browns, Jews, men, women, tranny, any of the other things, government jobs, private sector jobs, right? Not for profit. People who people who, who sleep on their side, people who sleep on their back, those psychopaths that sleep on their stomach, people who still wear masks, people who don't wear masks, people who eat fast food, people who don't, people who have pets, people who don't, dog people, cat people, people who thread men who thread their eyebrows, even you who I would assume is a majority of population of the gay community. Although I've met a lot of... In Jersey, you'll meet a lot of straight men who thread their eyebrows. It's pretty... It's pretty astounding. Men who wear sweatpants in public, men who wear jeans in public, men who aren't allowed in public, men who bite their nails, women who clip their nails, the Asians that are clipping the women... Of the nails who clip their fingernails. Men who dress up like women. Women who dress up like men. Blondes, brunettes, redheads. People who collect baseball cards well into their 30s. Lactose intolerant, gluten intolerant people. Vegans, vegetarians, carnivores. The homeless, the jobless, people with overactive sweat glands, all I want for you, the Chinese even, is to just fuck raw and not have to worry about a disease. That's all I want. Okay, so be careful out there. I don't know. I don't know if it's just the gays getting the monkey pox. It's certainly the overwhelming majority of the infected, but just be careful out there, okay? I love you all, and it's time to get to the list, is it not? Are we an hour in? When I do these things on my bed, I put my computer, like, facing away from me on my on my nightstand, and so I can't see, so I don't know how long we're in, but either way, it's time to get to the list. I was talking to a, <coughs> I was talking to a, how would you describe him? A middle-aged fat man about getting in shape because daddy needs to lose about 20, okay? Like I said, since I got COVID a couple weeks ago, uh, I mean, my routine has gone to shit. It's gone to absolute shit. I'm eating like shit. I, I obviously haven't been working out. And so, I, I you know, and I, I was fat before that, but... 
uh, I, I got to lose about 20. 20 would be the number. And uh, so I was talking to a guy. I said, yeah, I, I, you know, I need to lose about 20. I got to get back in the gym. Got to get back on keto. And uh, he goes, Psh, the gym. That's all he said. He goes, Psh, the gym. I was like, yeah, the, yeah, the gym. <laughs> I got to go back to the gym. He goes, the gym's a scam. This is an obese man. He goes, the gym's a scam. I was like, how so? He goes, listen, I can do everything I could do at a gym on my Bowflex. Which is insane because he just admitted to me that he purchased a Bowflex machine. But uh, it's telling. Because clearly he's not using the Bowflex. He is not using the Bowflex, clearly. He is morbidly obese on the edge of death. Okay? If he were to fuck a male anus and get monkeypox, within that first day of being infected with monkeypox, he would die because I can't imagine he has a massively strong immune system with all the fat crowding his fucking heart. This fucking fat fuck. Talking about how the gym is a scam. All he needs is his Bowflex. Clearly not being used, the Bowflex. And I have, you know, listen, I understand that. When my father was, uh, I think I was about 10, 12, something like that, uh, he had bought the Bowflex dumbbells where you could adjust the weight on it by turning the dial. Those went unused. Because when middle-aged fat white guys buy Bowflex, they don't use it. They never fucking use it. There's nothing more purchased and unused than a Bowflex machine. It's just a fact of the matter. And this guy had the balls to tell me that the gym is a scam. All he has to use is his Bowflex when he has not touched his Bowflex clearly in well over a decade. <coughs> but it did inspire the list. That conversation. It inspired the list. This is a list of examples of of people using things more often than middle-aged white guys using the Bowflex they purchased. Okay? First one. Millennials use payphones more than a middle-aged white guy uses the Bowflex he purchased. Next. Casey Anthony uses her motherly instincts more than Fat Tits uses his Bowflex. Next one, drunk women use their right to remain silent while being arrested more than a middle-aged white guy uses his Bowflex. Next one, Mazda drivers use common sense while driving more often than a middle-aged white guy using his Bowflex. Stevie Wonder uses headphones more then the gross middle-aged whites use their Bowflex. Rapists use condoms while they rape more than, you know. Next one, black women receptionists use a polite tone more often 
then your father uses his Bowflex. The Amish use technology. More than fat racists use their Bowflex. My cats use the toys I buy them more often than a middle-aged white man uses the Bowflex he purchased. The joke there uh, is that they don't. I buy them toys and they don't use them. They just scratch the fucking bookcase and the couch. That's all they do. Native Americans use AA more than a middle-aged white man uses Bowflex. Get it? Because they don't take advantage of Alcoholics Anonymous. They just keep drinking. Next one. Jews use bad legal counsel more often than a middle-aged white guy uses Bowflex. The joke, again, there is it's a genius. I'm a genius. The Jews, they always got good lawyers. Last one. Folks, last one. Art majors use their degrees more often than a middle-aged, obese, red-skinned, white fucking man with two DUIs and he's pushing the third uses their Bowflex. That's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you, I'm again, I apologize for the gap in content, uh, you know, now that I'm, I'm all, all's well and ends well, I'm, I'm, I'm out of COVID, I'm out of strep, you'll, you'll get your weekly, as far as the Patreon viewers go, are you out of your fucking skulls, are coming hot, they're coming heavy, um, on the 6th of August, or it'll be a little bit after that because I got to edit. But after the sixth of August, we're going back to normal. I'm going to give you a a a, a free episode of the podcast uh, on Patreon, an exclusive episode of the podcast on Patreon. That way, you get a little something before uh, the sixth. Maybe I'll do two. We'll see. Um, thank you, folks, for sticking with me. I know it's been a little bit of a gap. I know it's been a little bit of a uh, of a scheduling faux pas, but we're back. We're here. You know, we, you know, we still hate guys who drive Chrysler Sebrings with the top down. We're still doing that. We're still, we're still disgusted with Philadelphia. We're still hating adults with braces. We're still, you know, shooting loads into the sink when we feel it's necessary. We're doing all the things that men do and, uh, and women, and women, I'm still holding on to a small women audience, and good for those women. They're strong women, they're beautiful women, and uh, they're women who don't deserve to be beaten uh, when they get home after a party. And uh, that's what I fight for. I fight for women to not be beat after they get home from a party when their um, significant other is hammered and yelling about something that is irrelevant to their relationship. That's what I fight for. So... Thank you, folks. I very much appreciate the support. You know that. You know I love you. You know that. That uh, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, you know I'm going to be back next week. You know I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be spitting fire on this fucking microphone. Spitting fire on the microphone. I'm spitting fire on like Eminem. Okay. Freestyle battle. I'm freestyle battling with my demons. 
like Alex Jones. There's a new movie about uh, out about him. It's in theaters, but select few. There's only a few that was going to host that. Alex's fight or Alex's well, I don't know what it is. Doesn't matter. He's got a movie coming out. Nobody's made a movie about me yet. I'm a little peeved, but it's fine. Don't get monkeypox. Don't go to Ukraine. Pray that Pelosi doesn't go to Taiwan. I don't think she will. I don't think that she has the nuts to do so. I'm assuming that. And uh, that's it, folks. Keep drinking water. Keep drinking water. Keep eating your veggies. Hit the gym. Don't be fat. Okay? Lose 20 pounds like me. If you're already underweight, lose 20 more. I don't give a fuck. That's it, folks. Thank you.